Hello, everybody. This episode is going to be very straightforward. Um, just based on what's happened in the last 24 hours, I would suppose, 48 hours. Let's begin. Actually, before I start, I want to say thank you all so much for those who have sent really nice messages. Um, also, thanks to those who continue to do the work. Everything I share in this podcast is based on my experience or the experiences of the guests who come on. This podcast mission statement centers uplifting BIPOC, LGBTQIA+, and neurodiverse or neurodivergent voices. My identity intersects with all of those experiences as well. I am Black. (laughs) I am a part of the queer community and I am neurodivergent. Okay. Let's just get that clear. The episode I shared on Friday was talking about a few things. Number one, it was talking about how many white quote unquote allies often overstep with their unsolicited messages, advice, guidance, etc. Number two, how many white people center white feelings when BIPOC share about microaggressions, racist actions, and BIPOC's own feelings, especially Black and Indigenous. This is my lived experience. I educate and share based on my lived experiences, which means oftentimes I do share stories from my life. And I also am educated. I continue to educate myself every single day. And I also bring that lens within this podcast space as well. Also, I'm going to add that I have experienced racism in a multitude of ways and different climates different countries, different parts of the continents. United States, Europe, Africa. Let's just be clear on that. Any white person who's offended by that podcast episode, I truly do not care. My content is not for you then. Many people, let me be clear actually, Three people reached out to me after I aired that episode. Three people reached out to me and had conversations. Actually, some of it didn't feel like conversations. It felt like they were just talking at me. But nonetheless, three different people. Three different people. One was the person who had sent me the initial message that I mentioned in the episode. This was April of 2021. They sent me the original message that I read from and that I was talking about how it affected me and essentially how it was not okay. Like that initial message was just not okay. I reached out to them Friday morning to let them know that I would be talking about that message in the podcast, just in case they would listen to the podcast and maybe they would remember, oh, 
That's my message. I didn't want to catch them off guard. They've told me before that they listen to the podcast. So I said to myself, hey, let me reach out to them about this episode because I know maybe they might listen to it. And I just want to be clear. Doesn't mean I can't share the message. I kept it anonymous. I don't even think I used any specific pronouns. I'm pretty sure I used they, them pronouns. Which is something I didn't have to do, but I did. Another person who reached out to me was someone who thought the episode was about them and it was not about them because I reached out to the person that the episode, the message was about. But to be honest, the episode wasn't about just one individual person. Yes, I talked about instances, but my statement, especially at the end, was talking to all white, quote unquote, allies or white allies who have still inflicted harm on BIPOC and center white feelings. A third person was someone who was defending white people who want to be allies. And they're basically saying how my, that episode was divisive and white people are doing their best. You're not doing your best. You're like, you're not doing your best. Uh, let me just be clear. White people are not doing their best. They're, they aren't. They're doing a notch above the bare minimum. Ironically, all three of those people throughout the conversations I had with them throughout the whole day were all engaging with what I was explaining in that episode, centering right feelings, crossing boundaries, just a multitude of things. My intent in saying, sharing that message and also my conversation that I had with my mentor was two things. Number one, that message crossed a boundary. That person inserted themselves in how I show up in a space. Basically they were putting themselves in black business, which they shouldn't do. They lectured me in that message. That's the vibe I got off of that. I noticed you did this. Let me know how I can hold space. You don't have to notice anything about me. I quite literally did not ask. Two of the people mess who messaged me told me the following, which inflicted more traumatic pain onto me. I want to be clear though, when I talk about traumatic pain, I have lived on this earth for 27 years, okay? Many BIPOC had to assimilate and also decenter their feelings out of survival. I think some people, when they hear me use certain language like trauma or pain, they think that I'm balled up in a corner. Honey, I haven't had the time to even do that. I can't. I have been conditioned as many BIPOC to just be strong and keep going, which is not okay. But that's how it is. When I talk about trauma and racial pain and inflicting racial trauma, let me be clear. I'm not balled up in a corner, okay? I'm not emotionally disturbed or I'm not emotionally unhinged. Let's make that clear. Just because I call out racial trauma doesn't make me emotionally unhinged. 
Just because I set a tone in my own spaces on my social media doesn't mean that I can't have a restorative conversation. It's really insulting when people bring that up. Let me continue on. So two of the people messaged me and they said things around this. They said that that episode was being divisive. Someone even told me, they're like, I'm not the enemy. You, I want you to know I'm not the enemy. Nobody is centering you. I, that's not even how I think. And I guarantee you that's not even how black and indigenous and people of color think about people playing enemy. Like quite literally, I have an episode called Be the Villain. Like, sorry, y'all. I'm honestly like, and this is what's annoying too. People like putting on their perspectives and like what they think I'm feeling or saying like literally just putting it on me. You don't know me. None of these people know me. None of these people have had an in-depth conversation with me. Not at all. If you don't know my real last name, you cannot comment on my emotions or how you perceive me. I'm sorry, you cannot. You cannot enter my DMs and tell me that. You, you simply cannot. They also told me that they would hold space for me. Um, respectfully, actually disrespectfully, no, you will not. Again, consent and boundaries. I never asked anybody to hold space for me, especially these individuals. And all of this is harmful rhetoric as well as emotional violence. If anyone who's listening can take anything out of this, please purchase the book, Do Better by Rachel Ricketts. It is on Amazon. It is on Audible. You can even get it at your local libraries. Please purchase it. To the episode was also for this. Sharing that message was also for this because that's not the first message that I received like this. Okay, I've I oh I especially before um this year I received a lot of messages like that. So unsolicited, unsolicited for so many people, so many white people. My white people feel very comfortable and just sliding your DMs and just giving you advice that you never even asked about, which is a string cross of boundaries. Again, I don't know you to do to for you to do that. But the the point of sharing that too was to show white people who are trying to be allies and striving to be allies and who want to reduce harm an example and explain how it affected me personally. I will say that many of you reached out and thanked me for sharing um, that experience and that message and many people had reflections about how they have um, done the same and inserted themselves. And I really appreciate it. That was the point of the episode, really it was. I wanna be clear on a couple things that I would not accept. So if you ever choose to continue listening to this 
podcast, you continue to follow me on social media, or you're interested in working with me, let me be clear about these things. I will not accept white people who have caused me direct racial harm to hold space for me. I will not. I will not accept any apologies from the three people that I had those conversations with on Friday at all. I will also not accept people, especially white people, telling me how I feel and micromanaging my emotions and how I show up in a space in this instance and in any other instance. I will not. I also want to make clear based on a certain conversation that I don't have an ideal ally. This isn't bro business. When we're like, what's your ideal client? Mm -mm, No, I don't have an ideal ally. I don't think of people as allies actually. Like I'm not like, oh, this person's such a great ally. Conversations I have with individuals who I feel like have showed up and have supported me, never is the word use ally because I think people denote themselves as allies in order, it's honestly a superiority context. Anyone who shows up to a space and tells me I'm an ally, da 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 red flag, 100% red flag. Let me just be clear with that. So I have noticed that white allies who declare their allyship have been and are the most problematic in their allyship. That's what this episode was about. There's a clear difference between someone announcing their allyship and being worried about that title being worried about historically I've been an ally historically I've been anti-racist I've been anti-black I mean well yeah you probably have I've been pro-black so historically I've been this 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 respectfully no you haven't respectfully most of us have grew up in a society that has programmed us to be a multitude of things so this just by someone telling me that they are anti-racist and they've always been and da 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 da. you quite literally are showing me the lack of understanding you have about this work and it's not needed in my space I applaud those who have come to me and continue to come to me especially white people who come who want to listen and do better without centering their quote-unquote allyship That's the whole point. I will no longer, and like I said in that episode, center white feelings over BIPOC feelings. Lastly, I do not continue having conversations with people who clearly do not get it. I don't care about your intent. I care about the impact. Literally look it up. Look up intent versus impact, racial harm or racism. Lastly, any white person who tries to use um, their identity as a part of a marginalized group when it comes to how they're showing up in, in a space where they've afflicted racial harm or anything I've talked about in this episode It's quite disappointing. 
two of the people I had the conversation with brought up how they're intersect with um, an oppress another oppressed marginalized group that I'm also a part of. So let's not play oppression Olympics. That's how it feels. Um, I am no longer going to speak about this situation. I really, I'm just not. Like I mentioned before, I'm not accepting apologies from any of the three people and I'm not accepting um, more conversations. I offered two of the people a restorative conversation and um, they inflicted even more pain after that. Again, centering their feelings and centering how they think I should show up in a space. But disrespectfully, you are not allowed to tell me how I should show up in a space. I'm also very aware of the ancestral connection and lesson that this brings up. And it's also very ironic that all three of these people have ancestry that has connected to my ancestry. It's not lost on me. Thank you all for those who show up to do the work. None of us are perfect. And out of anyone or everyone, I completely understand that. I have had this same situation over and over and over again. And I have done many restorative conversations with people that actually some people have been witness to and can completely attest to how I show up in that space. When it comes to restorative conversations, I do a lot of the bulk of holding and I actually simmer down my pain in order to hold space for that person's education. So don't ever, ever come to me disrespectfully saying that, again, centering your feelings over mine. Thank you so much for those who are listening, who are authentically trying to do better. I myself am trying to do better. I'll tell you two things I regret. Two things I regret is actually taking down the episode. One thing I regret is actually taking down the episode. Um, because like I said, I have been conditioned to like, the white person says this, 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 and this. Okay, minimize the situation. Not doing that. No, not doing that. Um, if I can, I'll repost the episode. Um, another thing that I regret is even opening the dialogue in the first place, not doing the episode, but when all three people asked me, hey, can I chat? I should have said no. I really should have. Um, because me trying to be open, even though they're the one who inflicted pain onto me, literally it makes them think it's okay that they can keep doing it. And that's the, that's the issue. That's the problem. So 
again, thank you all so much for being in this space. Until next time, stay pretty intuitive, take care of yourself. And for my fellow BIPOC, especially my Black and Indigenous peeps, don't let anyone tell you how you should feel and how you should show up in this white supremacist world. And I mean world. That means you too, Canada. That means you too, Europe. That means you too, Australia, New Zealand. Love you all, bye.